Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We continue what we are learning. The Holy Letters of the Balatanya. Letter number 12. The Shir is L'schos Refu Shalema for Hinda Bastava Rachel. We're learning this letter of Hoyamaisa Tzedakah Sholem. And avoidus at Sadoka Hashkid Vavetach Adoila. And as we said, we're nearing the end of this fascinating journey, deep into the difference between an activity, a mere act, superficial act, and how that generates peace in the world. And how an act that's infused with an empathy and an intelligence and a compassionate vitality, that act brings a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. We're going and we have gone very deep into the essence of these two modes of consciousness. And to understand how they refine the world and they change the inner structure of man. And today we're going to try to fully understand it, to see it in its panoramic view. Because as we explained, The minute Adam and Chava were created, separate beings, the minute they were split, the minute there was a cosmic surgery between Adam and Chava, and they both represented different identities, different realities, that already was the beginning of all sin. But not sin in the word sin, as if they did something wrong, but sin in the word Hebrew means chet meloshen There is already an emptiness. There's already a lack. And eating from the tree of knowledge gave them knowledge, deep knowledge of the lack. That each and every one on their own, when they saw their separateness, they saw the lack, the lack of unity, the knowledge brought about, the full comprehension, the soberization, the wakefulness that I am not you and you are not me. And that tremendous void is the void that's similar to the void that God created before he created the world. Because God was before the world. And there was no room for the world. And then he created a void. He created an emptiness. We experience this void all the time in our life. It's the void, the emptiness of the night that allows for a new day. It's the emptiness of the night that allows us to appreciate light. 
It's the emptiness of a poor man that allows us to give, to have a significance. It's the emptiness of your student that allows you to teach and to express. It's the emptiness of this moment that will give birth to the next moment. It's space that will allow you to fill the space. They go hand in hand. Emptiness and filling it. Void, darkness, and light. And that sense, darkness has its own light because darkness is making room for light. When you look at darkness from the sense that it makes room for light, then darkness itself is light. The hunger alone will allow you to appreciate the food. The thirst will allow you to quench your thirst. The struggle will allow you to appreciate the fruits of your labor. But when we just focus on the separateness, on the emptiness on its own, when we just focus on the symptom on its own, when we just focus on the difference between me and you, that's a tremendous that it's a tremendous emptiness, a tremendous void, it's a tremendous lack. There's a tremendous pain in that. There's a pain in recognizing that I am not you because in that place all machloikis is born, all competition, all envy and jealousy, all ego, all separateness and selfishness, the self-oriented, self-preserved, self-centered, and self-directed activity, where I want you for me, where I want the whole world to be about me. And it's that amplified realization, Adam and Chava were like children originally. And not children in the sense that they discovered the ego, but children in the sense that their consciousness, their full awareness of themselves was not apparent. It was not vivid. It was only when they ate from the Chetzitzadas that they realized that they're fully separate from each other. And that separateness led to a shame. And the separateness was based on their bodies. In their soul, they were one. In their soul, they were meant for each other. But it was their bodies that separated them. And it was their bodies that if they focused on that, if they idolized that, if they wouldn't have clothing, if they focused on their separation, on their differences, then they can never come together. Then they can never transcend their egos, the separate sense of self. But as the Chetit Sadas that brings a Ruach Tuma, a Zahuma, a Mishcha Dechivya, a serpent skin, a separateness where my body and your body make us separate. So in that separateness, there's a void. And now let's focus on the void. Let's focus on the emptiness. Let's focus on how different we are. 
And therefore, man has a choice in life all the time to see how different he is from everybody else around him, to judge everyone, or to see the common denominator with him and everybody. What's the starting point of a negotiation, of a relationship between husband and wife? When they're dating, they're seeing how similar they are to each other. When there's strife, they see how different they are from each other. Are they similar or are they different? It's entirely up to each one of them. At every moment in life, we have a choice to see our similarities or our differences. But even if we see our differences, if we can see our differences only to see how we're similar, only to discover a deeper, more profound unity, only to discover that our differences are not really differences at all. They allow us to be so we can truly be there for each other. And this is the most fascinating idea of compassion that the Balatanya is sharing in this letter. And the way the holy Siddiq Rebus revealed it to us, that there is zivik chitsoini and zivik primi. There's an inner unity and an external unity. And to fully understand the majesty and the ma magnificence of this, to just understand it alone, is a tremendous form of bliss. It says, When we're going to learn the Torah in the Messianic era, one of the primary idea of that, of those revelations is going to be the pleasure in them. Explains the Holy Balatanya and explains the Hasidic Rebbes that during Golis now, we can have the pleasure of those secrets to understand them in its entirety, to hold them in your hands, to touch it, is the most pleasurable thing in the world in addition to the revelation of godliness. It's actually a gift that God gives us in Golos to be able to appreciate the inner dimension of life, to be able to see without a microscope, to see that the Rebbes, the Hasidic masters, the secrets that they reveal to us, the Hasidic philosophy, is the microscope of life. To be able to give you the gift of discovering the secret and the purpose of creation in its most deepest, profoundest depths without having to work for it. And one of those, perhaps the most magnificent life transformational idea is the difference between the inner unity and the external unity. Because if someone can internalize it, inculcate, if somebody can reframe his thinking from inner unity to external unity, he has a never-ending, everlasting tranquility in his soul, even if he temporarily goes off the path. But he has trained his eyes to see differently. And for this, we're going to go through very quickly the 10 energies, to experience them the way they are in the face, to see the difference between an inner unity and an external unity. We're going to focus first on the external unity to see it in its enormity. We've explained multiple times that the whole idea of a man and a woman, for example, is the man's face is primarily intelligence. Chachm. The Chachma of intelligence. And the woman's face is primarily being at the understanding of intelligence. And when they communicate with each other, when they look into each other's eyes, when they're really communicating, he is giving the wisdom. 
And she's understanding the wisdom, her faculties, her intelligence. She also has intelligence, but her intelligence is primarily understanding intelligence. And he has intelligence. He also has Chachma bin Adas, but his Chachma bin Adas is of wisdom. And they're going to communicate with each other. And what does that communication bring? Where husband and wife, in that conversation, Das is born. A new person is born. They become a new unit. Wisdom is understood. And then there's knowledge. And it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. And that is, as a general matter, that itself is zivig chitzoini. It's an outer unity because intelligence has been born, but not only my intelligence or her intelligence, but together what we share with the depths of our intelligence, meaning to say that she is Chachma, that he is Chachma and she is Bina, but not just that he is Chachma. Not only that he's sharing wisdom, his wisdom is born from a Chachma bin Adas, from an intelligence of wisdom. And her understanding is an intelligence of understanding, meaning to say she's not just Bina, her whole entire face, her whole entire brain, the core of the woman's brain, the core of the man's brain is intelligence, is on the right side is Chachma and the left side is Bina and the middle is Das. But it's a in the man, it's a chachma and bina and das of chachma. In the woman, it's a chachma and bina and das of bina. And together, when they communicate, they've created a chachma bina of das of das. And that is a wonderful idea. But we've explained that in order to fully understand the essence of inner unity, which we're going to get to in a moment, we must fully understand taking man on his own or woman on her own, we must fully understand that in Chachma, even in your own Chachma, which is primarily your face, there are 10 energies of Chachma because everything is integrated of everything. In order for me to have a relationship with my wife, in order for Chachma to have a relationship with Bina, Chachma must have Bina inside it. And if it doesn't, it can never have a relationship. In order for a rich man to have a, a relationship with a poor man, there must be some reason why I want to give kindness to another person. There must be some reason I need the poor man. In Zivik Chatsoini, in outer unity, the poor man is here for me. And therefore, I need him. I need to be able to express my kindness, but it's about me expressing my kindness, but I still need him. And so in outer unity, the man needs the woman for himself. The woman needs the man for her, herself. In outer unity, the poor man needs the rich man for himself. In outer unity, the rich man needs the poor man for himself. But each one, it's still Selfish unity. But it's a unity nonetheless. And this is a most magical idea to understand that even if I need you for myself, even if I want to have a relationship with you for me, but at the end of the day, we are having a relationship, we're having unity, we're having peace. 
At the end of the day, the poor man's happy. He's thanking the rich man. At the end of the day, the woman says, I don't mind. Because from the woman's perspective, this is my husband. He's mine. And from the man's perspective, she's his. From the poor man's perspective, the money's by him. From the rich man's perspective, the poor man allowed him. I needed him to be able to give my kindness. But then comes the Holy Balatanya and explains, but Zivik Pnimi is much deeper than that. Zivik Pnimi is something far beyond. Zivik Pnimi is, we'll start with Chachma. Chachma means Koyachma, wisdom. Spark of lightning, spark of intelligence. You wake up in the morning, you have something comes out of nowhere, new idea, new business idea. Where did you get it from? We don't even know where it came from. It came from the intelligence of God. So when you go deep into Chokmah, and you say Chokmah is here, why? Why do I have this spark of intelligence? Well, it's going to be with this spark of intelligence. The spark of intelligence is nothing. It comes from God. It's nothing. I don't know where it's from. And it means nothing. It will pass away with the sands of time. Unless Bina, unless it's fully understood. And in that space, a new civic is born, a new inner unity is born because then the husband looks at the wife and he realizes that his own intelligence is nothing. It's going to pass away with the sands of time. And not that he needs her and that she's here for him, but that he's nothing without her. But she's giving him far more than he's giving her. And that his whole idea is to pass this intelligence that he doesn't know where it came from onto her. And she can make something from it. She'll make it real. And she'll understand it. And then he'll understand it too. So in that sense, from the first moment, Chachma is only receiving. Chachma is just a pass-through. Moshe Rabbeinu was Chachma Vashem. Moshe Rabbeinu represented this in God. Koyachma, the Chachma. The real pneumistic sense of Chachma is Chachma's bitl. It's nullified to God. The real man, the real masculine energy of Chachma is that I don't even know why I have intelligence. I don't even know what this is. Not only I don't know, I'm just passing it on. Not only I'm passing it on, I'm nothing without you. Without you to understand this intelligence, what do I, I do? Do I understand what I just thought? Do I understand the knowledge? You overwhelm me. This idea, the business plan comes up in my mind. If I f don't flesh it out, even with my own bina, if I don't share with my wife, if I don't bring it down, if I can't bring it out, going to pass away with the sands of time. So when you start an inner unity from this dimension, when Chachma realizes it's nothing without being, and a whole new compassion is born out of Das, a whole new emotional energy is born. When you look at the poor man and he walks into the shul and you realize that not he's here for you to thank you, not that he's here so you can express your chesed, but that you have no significance without him. You have no significance. Your whole purpose is him. Your whole entire meaning. He gives you meaning. He, he is, you are here only for him. Not he's here for you. You're here for him. In Zivik Chatsoini, we're giving everyone because they're here for us.
And they're here for us because they're going to worship us. They're going to thank us. We're the ones who are wealthy. But in Zivik Pnimi, we are not the ones who are wealthy. We are the ones who are poor. In Zivik Pnimi, our goal is about making everybody else around us the givers. And we're going to be the receivers. And what is our ability to give? We are only wealthy in one area. That we give you the ability to give us. We give you the ability. I'm rich. Why am I rich? Why is Chokmah rich? Why is Chesed rich? Why is masculine rich? It's not rich in anything. Only rich to let you know that you're really the one who's rich. That's the wealth that there is. And this is a most tremendous idea because this changes the whole perspective and how you look at a person. And if a person could train his eyes to see Zivik Pnimi, to see the world from a space of Zivik Pnimi, then there's no triggers. Then there's no space. There's no limit to the compassion because every single thing changes. Because you recognize all the time there's an inner unity with you and God because you recognize really that you're really poor. You recognize the pnimius, the chachma comes from Hashem. And without Bina, chachma would have no meaning, would never be understood. Wisdom would never be understood. You don't even know where the wisdom came from. And the chesed goes back all the way to chachma and says, my wealth, where did it come from? My masculinity, the, my teaching ability, all of these wealthy things. Were I born with? What am I special? Am I, is, is there some significant reason why I'm special? I'm in the channel on the right side and you're on the left side. I'm the giver, you're the receiver. No, there's a tremendous humility in the right side. And the humility is that I have the torch of light. I have the torch of love. I have the torch of money. I have the torch of intelligence. And what am I going to do with that torch? Make it about me? Or I'm only here to pass it through. I'm only here to pass it through. And how am I going to pass it through? With a tremendous mefaisa, with a tremendous comfort to tell you that you are really making me, I'm nothing without you. And a marriage that's built where a husband understands all the time. Not that Shabbos is far out. Not that the woman is far out. And one day in the future, the woman's going to be the crown of the man's head. To understand that his whole royalty he gets from her. To understand that she's way beyond him. To understand that the Shabbos is greater than the Choyl. To understand that the Shabbos Kodesh, the Eretz HaKodesh, like the Balatanya says in all these holy letters, the Ani Eretz Yisrael, the Yid who doesn't have the food on Shabbos because the Shabbos Kodesh, Eretz HaKodesh, Chul, Chul is Chutz Laaretz, Yemois that we are the weekdays, the wealthy people in Chutz Laaretz in America and all these countries, they're weekday. But the Yid, the poor Yid in Eretz Yisrael, he represents that feminine ability to receive but that's Shabbos, Mizbarach bin Yaman. Shabbos is blessing all the days. The energy comes from him. Mashiach is going to come. We're going to see that the poor man, the Russia, the one who is empty, the void, the Usher, the Russia Bedas, the Russia is the Ani Bedas. All the people that didn't have, why didn't have? David should couldn't make it equal. He only made you wealthy in your tzitkas. He only made you wealthy in your knowledge so you could give it to another person. But how are you going to give it? By judging or you're going to give it by realizing that he gave you significance. That life is not about you, it's about them. And you must convey to them that you know that it's about them. That it's all about them that they have to become givers. Because that's what Hashem is telling the Jewish people. You thought that the whole time I was giving you when I married you at Matan Torah. But you're going to discover that I was allowing you to give me. 
I'm really the receiver. By you doing Torah mitzvahs, by you giving me, by you giving kindness, I became the receiver. And you became the giver. And in that marriage, there's equilibrium. That marriage is a marriage of avoid the satsadaka. It's not my satsadaka. It's not only where it's about the rich man or poor man. It's not so they could get oil and It's not so they could receive from God. It's so they could be giving. So they could be in a space where their shut of Lakadish Borchumaisipraisu is true marriage is partnership. True marriage is husband and wife or husband and wife. Each one is giving to each other. And only when a man is in the state, only when we are, we are, when we are in the, our state, then our right side, whatever we are, man or woman, we always look at the other person, that they're giving us far more than we're giving them. That is an inner unity. And to understand that in its fullest capacity, to understand that in its depth and its majesty, that is the beginning of compassion, a compassion that's external, which is wonderful, it's shalom. Or a compassion that's internal, with the integration, with internally in my brain, I understand the world differently. I never look at the poor man that I'm giving him. I look at him like he's giving me, so I never could get upset. So I feel may upon him. Many more times than my compassionate nature says the Holy Balatanya in this letter. How could that be? So many times to give the person over and over again. But if he's giving me all the time, far more than I'm giving him. If I'm from a space of inner unity, then the world is entirely different meaning. Then my relationship with their creator is entirely different because the Abish is telling me all the time, you're giving me, the Abish is putting me in a space where I'm a giver. So when we are in that space that we've tapped into the true inner unity, then there's an equilibrium that's harmonious internally and externally. We're going to go into a deeper Mitzvah tomorrow to understand it in all the 10 energies. But this is the majesty and the magnificence of what he wants to convey with this letter. That if you live your life superficial, but you and your fellow are giving to each other, that's wonderful. But if you fully understand that you're nothing without the other person, then you're in a life with no drama. You're in a life with complete harmony. You're in a life with complete unity. This inner tranquility. It's a never-ending, everlasting peace. It's a place where the Shechina Shruya. It's a place of the Tikkun Chedet Zadas. It's a place where you're living with the Messianic era now. You're living beyond the sin of the Chedet Zadas. And that is the most magical thing in the world.